0: Hello and welcome back to the Inside Out Interpersonal Transformation Podcast with your host, Tommy Acerno, where it is my job to partner with amazing corporate professionals who are done with a fight or flight kind of response to difficult people, difficult relationships at work, and want to instead attract more connection, more success, and show up with more calm, more cool more peace, more enthusiasm, and more passion into what they're doing and in the relationships that they're fostering and creating. So welcome back to this episode. And what I wanted to explore today is probably the one thing that is contributing the most to your experiences in your professional relationships. Now, what do I mean by that? What I mean is what is the one thing that is probably either contributing either to your satisfaction and fulfillment in your relationships or that fight or flight response? And again, that flight response is going to be anytime you're avoiding, you're not wanting to engage, you, uh, are, are doing things to, uh, procrastinate in the relationship in some way where you're just not engaging, you're not contributing. That's a flight response. So what about fight? This is, This is about defiance. It doesn't have to be like, you know, anger per se. But if you are resisting significantly, if you just see it as as the situation in the relationship as bad or wrong or not working and that you are right, you are right in the relationship and these people, they are wrong. That is more of what a fight response is like. And it's totally natural and normal uh, to have that kind of response, especially if like, you know, you have evidence of things in the relationship that seem wrong, things that seem bad. And actually that's the core of what I wanna talk about today, which is again, all about the stories that you tell yourself. So what what is ever contributing to your fulfillment and satisfaction in relationships again, or is detracting from it with those fight or flight kind of responses, a lot of that is gonna come down to the stories that you're telling yourself. Because here's what we do. Here's a quick little quick little, uh, summary of psychology, um, <laughs> which I am not a psychologist, nor do I pretend to be one. Uh, but I do have an understanding of how our, our minds work in order to make sense of the world. We create stories to help us understand what it is that's going on. We all do this. And in fact, it's critical that we do this because if we just absorbed objectively everything in the world through all of our senses, what we see, what we hear, what we taste, what we smell, what we touch. If we just brought all that in objectively without any kind of filtering or interpretation or or shuffling of that information, it would be completely overwhelming. We would just take everything in and it would be just too much. So what do, what do we do? Well, our, our brains are very, very efficient instruments. And so what they do is they come up with ways Our minds come up with ways and systems to organize what we're experiencing. And one of the most fascinating ways that we do this is in the stories that we tell ourselves. Now, when you break it down, these stories that we tell ourselves, it really puts uh, all experiences into three buckets, either things that bring us pleasure, things that bring us pain, or things that are pretty neutral. So if you happen to be driving around today and you drive by a particular tree, there's a really good chance that you're not really going to notice the tree. It's pretty neutral unless, you know, it happened to be like the one tree that you fell out of when you were a kid and you broke your arm, uh, you know, then then you might have uh, a different uh, story about that tree. And it could be just that story. Uh, it, could, it could end up contributing, say, to a fear of heights. Um, who knows? It, it can, we can have so many different interpretations depending on what your experience has been, say, with that tree. So let's bring this back into relationships when you're working with people, you don't see or hear what they do. I wish you did, but you don't. <laughs> None of us do. What happens is you, you observe things about this person and then it goes through this very subtle, very fast, uh, very nuanced, and very powerful system of filters. In order to really understand what it is someone is saying or doing, what you do is you run it through your filters of pleasure, pain, or neutral. These stories, and you start to tell yourself what these people are doing, what they're saying, what they mean. And so, for example, let's say that you're working with someone. Right now, the story you're telling yourself is that, uh, you know, they're they're hypercritical, they're micromanaging, and they... Uh, they are very tough to work with, right? Very hard to work with. That could be a story that you're telling yourself. Now, whether it's true or not is ironically beside the point because it may be true. And at the same time, there may be a hundred other stories that are going on. Maybe this person is, uh, has some deep insecurities and that the way that they show up is with maybe a lot of fight response and that that comes in as a story to you that they are not open to collaboration, that they wanna do everything on their own, that they're micromanaging, that they're trying to control everything, that you can't trust them, they don't trust you. How many of these stories do you tell yourself about the professional relationships you're in right now that you have? I'm not trusted, they don't trust me. They don't work well with others, I don't work well with others. Be aware of these stories Because if you're not aware of these stories, these things will run your life. Our minds are very, very efficient machines. They want to spend as little energy as possible to keep things moving along. And so when we have these automated filters and stories that we're telling ourselves, again, our mind is just trying to be efficient. I know what this is. I know what that person is like. I know they don't trust me. I know that I don't trust them. It's easy. It's like a rut. You know, and and you can have experience after experience after experience that validates it because you might be thinking that like, well, Tommy, I I've seen this person. I know that uh, in <laughs> I'm I'm struggling with uh, integrity with them, or I'm struggling with communication with them, or I'm struggling with trust with them, or a sense of uh, partnership with them. It seems very me versus them, or them them versus me. And you may have evidence to back this up, which can make shifting your stories that much more difficult. However, the possibility to change your stories is always there. Now, what do we do? We absolutely do not just get rid of all of our stories. Again, we don't wanna necessarily open up to complete objective observation of every single person that comes into our path. That can be too overwhelming. (laughs) We're going to create stories anyway. So this is the hack. This is the, the superpower tip that you can do. If you're gonna make stories anyway, number one, be aware of that. Number two, what would happen if you created stories that worked better for you? So say for example, you're working with someone right now, again, they, they don't seem to like, they don't wanna collaborate, they, they seem very stressed, uh, they seem very short, they, uh, they, they you know seem to be micromanaging, Either you or others uh, seem to be cutting corners. All of these different things. All right, so these are the stories I'm telling myself. This is what you've observed, right? Maybe you're telling yourself those things. Then simply ask, okay, what else might be going on with this person? If, if I were to really see the world through their shoes right now, through their eyes, through their shoes, <laughs> how do we see the world with shoes? That's pretty funny. Um, if I were to walk in their shoes right now, or to see the world through their eyes right now. What might I see? Maybe there's a deep sense of, again, insecurity. Maybe there's a deep fear of failure. Maybe there's uh, a, a, a control issue that they're experiencing. Notice what happens when you start to observe the world through their eyes. How do the stories change? How do you change? How does maybe some compassion start to come out for who they are, for what they are? What if you say, you know what? Oh my gosh, what a game. All right, so here's one person. They're key. They're key. This is a key person in, in my in my professional relationships. I, I, I remember working with them a lot. And they really don't seem to want to collaborate. Oh my gosh. All right, let's turn this into a game. What's a fun way that we can figure out how to make an awesome collaborative relationship? It may sound kind of silly, but honestly, that's how much how much more energizing would that story be? I remember one time uh, a job I had a long, long time ago. Uh, I was doing landscape maintenance for um, for a county, a county here in Colorado. And uh, every once in a while, we go to this landscaping depot where we get materials to to do things like mulch and rocks and things like that. And, and there was this one guy who ran the front end loader who would, uh, you know, we go over there and ask for what we wanted. And we would always say thank you. And he wouldn't say anything, like just stoic, completely no response. And so my boss and I, we decided to make it a little fun. And so every time we said thank you, like we went over the top. Like, oh, my gosh, thank you again so much. You know, this mulch is going to go so far and it's so helpful for us to have it. And we kind of went over the top. And uh, sure enough, over time, this, uh, this operator, he did crack a smile and gave us a really nice head nod. And it ended up being something that was fun. We wanted to improve that relationship and, and thought that his response was, we weren't making fun of him. We were just noticing that there's an opportunity to shift our interaction, to change how we response, respond to each other. Now, again, that's a very simple example, but to make this a very practical and very real example for you, again, you might have someone who's a professional work relationship that it's critical that you collaborate with this person. Like this, Say it's your boss, right? This is probably one of the most critical people that we tend to interact with. And there is micromanagement. There's, uh, you can feel these control issues going on. You can feel these, this, this disconnect in the connection and the relationship. What stories are you telling yourself about the relationship right now? And jot them all down. This person's controlling. This person's micromanaging me. This person doesn't trust me. Any story that's coming up for you that is contributing to your dissatisfaction in the relationship, that's contributing to your fight-or-flight responses, note those stories down. And you can do a couple things here. Number one, you can say, just ask yourself, well, how true is it? And you might say, you know what, Tommy, I have a lot of evidence. Yes, this is true. <laughs> it's like, okay, cool. Um, another great question is simply, what's another story, if any, that you could tell yourself about this exact same situation? Even if you don't believe it, that's okay. But if you could tell yourself any story about this situation and watch what happens with your energy, watch what happens with how you feel. Because as soon as you realize that there's another story, another possible story, even if it doesn't seem very possible right now, that's okay. But there's yet another way to look at this relationship, to look at this person, your energy will start to shift because you're broadening your perspective. We cannot broaden our perspective unless we're coming from a higher energy, unless we're more open, unless we're more compassionate, unless we're willing to see things from the perspective of others walking in their shoes or looking through their eyes or hearing with their ears and notice what that does to that energy it'll start to lift you up it'll start to lift you up i guarantee it because you are taking on more perspectives you cannot consider multiple perspectives unless you get out of your own head and you get out of your own world and the only way to do that is to get out of your automatic stories and start to explore what are other stories here. What's another story here I can tell myself about my relationship with my boss or about my relationship with this other key yet difficult work relationship? Even the difficult part, right? Question that. How difficult is this relationship really? Maybe it's pretty difficult. What if instead of it being difficult, it were the greatest opportunity for your professional growth that you've had to experience to date? That if you could learn to work with this person powerfully, productively, collaboratively, that this would completely transform and up-level your professional skill set, your ability to build relationships, your opportunities for promotions, pay raises, whatever, your growth. What if this relationship with this one person was the doorway to exponential growth in your success and career right now? How interested would you be in in resolving it? How interested would you be in looking at it in a different way? How interested would you be to experimenting with telling yourself different stories about the relationship that better support you? And again, that's the secret sauce. I've talked about this in other podcasts and I'm gonna talk about it a bunch. The real secret sauce is not to change other people. We cannot change other people. It's a waste of time to try. We can positively influence other people by powerfully changing ourselves. Show up with more energy. Show up more calm, show up more cool, show up more satisfied, passionate, enthusiastic. This will have an impact on others. This will start to transform your relationships. Professional and personal, by the way. (laughs) Your personal relationships will also thank you for showing up differently. You have the power to do that. And it may be and you may be exhausted right now. And that's okay. You've been fighting and flighting for a long time. And the thought of like taking over the job of shifting your energy and doing all the work of exploring your stories and doing all these things, it can seem like a lot right now. So be kind to yourself. Take your time. Start with just, you know, I'm gonna write down just one story that is detracting me from my professional relationship, and I'm just going to say, what's one other way to look at this, even if I don't believe it? And that's it, start small, start there, because that will start to open up the energy, that will start to open up your perspective, to let a little more light in. Light resonates with enthusiasm and passion and and, uh, calm and collectedness and contentment and fulfillment, you know, I say these words because they're so important for transformation because the energy behind them, we'll have to do another podcast episode at some point about, uh, Dr. Masaru Emoto and uh, the hidden messages of water, the, the power that words have on, on water. So total tangent. I'm going to talk about that another time. I'll put a little note here. Um, uh, Saro Emoto. All right, cool. Uh, <laughs> thanks for letting me uh, be productive. Um, So again, takeaway for today, explore, give yourself the grace, the space, and the willingness to question the stories you tell yourself about other people. Do not take them at face value. Do not take them as truth. They may be true for you, but they are not a deep, deep truth. And since we all create stories anyway, play explore be in a sandbox what would it be like to have a different interpretation a different story about this relationship that would make you feel a little bit better and watch what happens watch what happens so again that's a really really powerful way Uh, you've heard about me talk about this before I do have three additional ways that are going to absolutely support you and help transform Transform your interpersonal, professional relationships into success, into enthusiasm, into passion, into calmness, into contentment, into satisfaction, fulfillment. Oh, all these beautiful things. So head on over to my website, www.interpersonaltransformation.com. Again, that's www.interpersonaltransformation.com. And click to sign up and watch my short 20-minute webinar on the three ways to quickly transform any fight-or-flight difficult relationship that you are having at work in your professional space and attract more success, more calm, more contentment, more satisfaction, fulfillment, enthusiasm, and passion. All these amazing things. Yes, three things, three ways, that's it. That's it, just three ways, and you can totally start to experience more and more of that. Thank you so much for listening. It's been such an honor and privilege and uh, uh, so fun to have you here today. Looking forward to talking to you next week. Ciao.